Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for being here. I am so incredibly grateful for you and so incredibly grateful for Banff, Alberta, the Rocky Mountains, the Bow Falls, which you can probably hear in the background, and that I get to run here. I'm here in a kind of practice mode right now. And then in September, this is where my run is. It's called the Melissa Road Race. Yeah, and so we came so that I could check it out because I really was wondering how do I require to train? I mean, the first part of training for me was to like, you know, get me off the couch and be able to run a little bit. And now it's like, okay, um, how do I train? What is the course like? Uh, and it's beautiful. It's this, I will be running by the river and it's mosquito-y guys. So if I'm moving a lot, it's because I'm getting rid of mosquitoes. Um, and then some within town and stuff too. So I'm very, very, very grateful that it's not like, you know, running up that mountain back there. Not that I thought it would be. I just expected more hills and who knows, you know, whatever. I love it. It's beautiful. So what are we going to talk about this week? Without a body, would you require money? Um, I'll make this a really short show. No, <laughs> no, we won't stop there. But really what you want to look at is money is actually for your body. If you didn't have a body, money is irrelevant. Everything you spend money on is something for your body or something for someone else's body. Like as an infinite being, if this body went away, I don't require a sweatshirt. <laughs> you know that I bought I don't require a microphone that's for sure um, the clothes I'm wearing the backpack that I wouldn't require a camera I mean I could go on and on you get the idea money is for your body so have you ever considered inviting your body to contribute I know unheard of right so <laughs> um, I want to share a story and this is from 2013 I remember it very clearly and the funny thing is I was doing a, a teleseries on body and communing with your body yes I have been talking about it for that many years and I will continue to talk about it for probably 10 times as many years because it's such to me it's such a valuable tool when you're willing to ask your body and commune and receive from your body and all the things so I was facilitating a, a teleseries back then it was on the phone I know unheard of uh, and it was all about communing with your body and I was talking on there about like if you're doing something with you that like if your body would like really nice you know sheets for your bed ask it to contribute if your body would like a uh, new wardrobe ask it to contribute like I was doing all the things <laughs> and afterwards I had booked my so I think this was like May let's say May of 2013 and I had already booked my flight to Costa Rica for August of 2013 to renew my certified facilitator with Access Consciousness. And I got off the call and I could actually like kept thinking, I need to upgrade my flight. Now back then, I'd never upgraded my flight in my entire life. Like that was not a thing. No, you rode at the back of the plane. You didn't even look at the other options because they were gonna to be too expensive and blah 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 I had so many interesting points of views about them back then and anyway I get off this call I keep thinking about upgrading my flight and I'm like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard because it's gonna be thousands of dollars 
And that went on for a little while until I realized, oh my gosh, what was I just talking about on the call? What was I just facilitating people with? And I'm not now listening to my body because yes, it was coming in as my thought, but it was actually my body asking that of me. And I was like, whoa, okay. So I'm like, all right, I got the tools. And I was like, all right, body, if you would like to fly at the front of the plane, then what can you contribute? And I took the action, I emailed my travel agent and I just said, is there a way, can I even, what is possible with upgrading to, you know, to the to first class, so to speak. And I say so to speak because it was a bit of a smaller plane. So there was kind of like the front of the plane and the back of the plane. There wasn't all the layers when you, when you fly international. And by the time that she got back to me, and this is the funny piece, and told me it was like something like, I don't know, $390 or something. I had had a, an order through my store, so I had an online store, as I do now, of like $420 or something. Like It was so cool how when I actually asked my body, well, first, when I actually listened to her and then I asked her to contribute and then I received her contribution, <sighs> the magic that was created. Like, how does it get any better than that? And from that moment, I have, I would say 90% of the time, probably not 100, um, asked my body to contribute. Because it's her, if I'm thinking of, you know, these really fun, you can't see them, um, jogging pants that I love, if I, if I would like them, it's not me as the infinite being who would like them, because I don't need pants as an infinite being, but my sweet body does. So then it's like, okay, body, if you'd like those, what can you contribute? And not from what can you contribute and you've got to do it all, not that, really from what can you contribute to co-create this? I'm gonna co-create with these mosquitoes here pretty soon. Um, and so this really, like this really, delicious space of co-creation because it's not just for like my body doesn't have to do it all just the same as I don't have to do it all so before when I had that point of view where it was like you know if I I wanted the I wanted the pants I have to go to work I have to force it I have to it's not that it's this beautiful co-creation <sighs> yeah so everywhere you haven't been willing to co-create with your sweet body, will you destroy it and create all of that? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that is the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. You can go to theclearingstatement.com for more about how it works. It's freaking phenomenal. Yeah, so lately, these past few months, I have really been upping my energetic game, so to speak. I've really been cognitively, like, thinking about it and doing energetic exercises every day continuously throughout the day whenever I have you know five or six minutes and I've put together this program and it's called the energetics of creating with your body as if by magic and so the link will be somewhere here um, to check it out I am so excited about this guys you might have seen my post on Facebook that I did I was doing a photo shoot of myself and I just asked my body like give me the energy of what you'd like to be like all the time like what would you like to be more of and this most beautiful photo of like joy and space and living like creation of living I, there's, I just don't even know I can't really define it but it's so magical that came out and I just 
posted it on Facebook and I'm like, guys, you know, if you want more information, let me know. So some of you have this information already and those of you who don't, you'll find a link somewhere. It is so, I'm just so excited about it. And, um, and so we'll be doing a lot of the energetic exercises on there. And one of them is this co-creation with money with your body. And when I talk about money, I'm talking money, wealth, cash, and if you're like me, luxury, opulence, like all the things. So anyway, just know you are invited and I would love, love, love to have you join us. Yeah, yeah. So what magic could you create if you co-created with your body? Yeah, yeah. Now what does co-creation with your body even look like? It's probably different for each one of us. For me, it really is remembering to ask my body, remembering to include my body. And when I first started back in, you know, when I started using the tools from Access Consciousness 2011, 2012, um, and then, you know, 2013 really starting getting it. I can't say I got it because it's I'm still getting it, um, but really started getting it. What I allowed my body to do and what I invited my body to do is to override me. So at this point, if there's something that I'm not doing or um, not choosing or she would like to do, she just does it. And I don't mean like I, you know, like I'm a robot and walking around. Like I just, there's been so many times where I've kind of thought, oh yeah, I don't think I'll go for a run today. Uh, and then 10 minutes later, I'm getting my shoes on and I'm like, but what? Oh, okay. And I just know that that's her way of saying I would like to run today. And honestly, it's not up to me as the infinite being to choose to run or here's the other thing we can be operating of course from infinite being we also can be operating from finite being so i don't mean i'm always operating from infinite being so i could be going oh i'm not going to run today from finite being pretending i'm less than and all of that insanity and she's going mm, you know what bitch we're running today let's go let's get you out of this whatever because uh, that's one of the many gifts that I found running for myself is is getting out of the insanity. Whatever insanity is going on in the moment, if I get my shoes on and I get outside, it just it's just gone. And and that is also where I'll have like different awarenesses of maybe there's an action I'd like to take or something going on that I require to do or to say or to something. And it's just like it just pops in. So I'm willing to be so much more space or so much of me as I'm running and as I'm outside and of course this time of year in my swimming pool also yes yes it is beautiful summer here in Alberta Canada and uh, it doesn't maybe look that sunny right now but it's also six in the morning yes I came out fairly early to one ensure that I had this beautiful space to myself uh, and two um, I like to to run when it's quiet I like to I like the space of the quiet and this is just other than of course the noise of the river but that is not noise at all that is music to my ears I love 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 that sound <sighs> yeah yeah so what if what if actually let's ask this if you gave your body a voice what would your body be asking for yeah yeah and whatever just pops in it doesn't mean you have to give it it doesn't mean you have to do anything with it but just allow yourself to have that awareness if you gave your body a voice what would your body ask for yeah yeah now what you want to be aware of with that question is 
that we can have these, what I call the DJCC's pissers at RJ's, decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, refined judgments of what it would want. So um, years ago, back in, it was 2012, when I started learning these tools about communing, um, especially with regards to food, this was the big thing for me. I had so many decisions because of all the diets I'd been on in my lifetime, all the things, all the insanity. I had all this, all the decisions of if I actually asked my body what she desired to eat, she would tell me she wanted lettuce and carrot sticks. That's all she would tell me. And so I wouldn't ask her. <laughs> I know, I know, cute, not bright, right? But I just wouldn't because I was like, no, she's going to tell me this. She's going to tell me carrots and lettuce and I don't want to have that. I want to have that hamburger right now. So I'm not even asking. And this is what I would do, which was funny for a while. And then I heard a facilitator ask um, or talk on a call about how what, when he started, he gave his body like it's like a baby steps. He said to his body, like he would a best friend, hey, I'm gonna ask you, but I'm not necessarily going to do it. So he gave his body a voice, but then he made the choice after that, which gave him more space to know that he actually had control, which I mean, do we ever really have control? But it felt like that. And that for me just was like, that was it. That's what I required was this space to actually change it if it wasn't what I wanted to hear. and still knowing that that wasn't maybe creating what I desired, but at least I would take the step. At least I would ask. At least I would go that far. Well, let me tell you, my sweet friends, the amount of time she asked for lettuce and carrot sticks was probably like only those two things by themselves was never. <laughs> and about, I don't know, probably 80 to 90% of the time when I asked, it was what I was going to have anyway. And I started to realize that I had way too many decisions and judgments and conclusions and all those things about what my body would want. And I was projecting that onto her rather than, hey body, what would you like? What would you like? Now at this point, I don't really have, I would say, a point of view about it. It's whatever she would like we have. But that, that took a few years of that baby step and really starting to trust that all those diet books that I read were actually bullshit for my body. Now, that's my body. Everybody's body's different. So what I was going, like what I was saying with that is like recognize that if you have decisions that you have to exercise every day, asking your body what if you gave it a voice, what it would like. If you get exercise, you may want to double check that because that might be more your, your DJCC pisser and RJ about it rather than what's actually there. So before you ask the question, if you know you're going to have potential points of views, before you ask, you can ask, you can run all of the DJCC's pissers and RJ's that I have about this. I destroy and uncreate them all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then ask, hey body, if I gave you a voice, what would you like? What would you choose? What would light you up? However you want to ask that. Whew, yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, fun, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds, and have fun with it. Like, use it like that kind of baby step, that playfulness, that fun, that, that, that excitement. And, and let her know, or him know, or they know, however, whatever your pronouns are, let, let it know that you may or may not listen. So you're giving it a voice, and you're so grateful to have that first step, if that's where you're at with this, let it know. 
let it know the same way you would with a friend. If they say, if you say to them, hey, I would like to go to this movie, and you're like, <clears throat> I'm not interested in that movie, I'm gonna go to this movie, let them know. Like, it's a kindness to say, hey, thanks for letting me know you're gonna go that one, I'm gonna go to this one. Same thing with your body. Treat your body like your best friend. Because, I mean, if you ask anybody who has something going on with their body, maybe they're ill, they broke a bone, there's something that they can't do that they could do before, they'll let you know that your body is very, very, very relevant to, um, to whatever that is. And so really, if we give it a voice now and we treat it like our best friend now, how much more can we create with it? Yeah, yeah. And what is your body asking for that you're not willing to ask for and receive? right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, bad, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds, right? Go back to when I wasn't even willing to ask about first class, let alone fly in it. And then my, my body started that. And then I believe it was the next year that hubby and I flew to England first class. So this is like where you have the beds that lay out and all the fancy things. And had I not had that first experience, I probably would not have chose, been able to choose that yet. But that first, it led to that. And now it's like, well, other than maybe the past year and a half where I haven't flown anywhere, uh, but that is just my body prefers that. Now, another piece of information about bodies is we wanna make sure that we don't ever solidify a preference. So my body prefers to fly at the front of the plane. That's what she's been preferring back when I was flying and in the future when I fly, she may, but she also may not. As I had an experience, this is actually a really funny one. Um, what year was that? Probably 2016 maybe-ish. And I was flying home from England. I'd went and take, uh, attended Dane's Symphony of Possibilities class there. And I was flying home and I couldn't get into first class. I, the way that I used to do it for a few years, rather than just buying the ticket straight out, was I'd wait until check-in, like the moment at check-in, and then I would go and I would book it, and then you got a much less um, rate if you got it. And I always got it, except that time I didn't get it. And holy heck, you guys, it was like so dramatic. It's so funny to think about now, but it was like the end of the world in my world. I was messaging my travel agent. I was phoning Air Canada. I was doing all the things, but it was full. It was full and there I could not get on there. And what I really recognized was that it was my body's way of saying, listen, you've now made that really significant and that's not what we're asking for. Yes, we prefer it. And again, I mean, maybe by the time I fly again, I won't be preferred, I'm not sure. I'll check in with her at that point. But back then it was like, yes, we prefer it. And we're not solidifying it. It's not like the only way to fly is that. And it was, it was huge for me to really look at that and go, wow, okay, there's gonna be times or that time or whatever where body isn't gonna choose what she chose before. So interesting, she might change her choice. Oh my gosh. So giving her that space to choose that also, because really, I mean, uh, there's so many choices. And it was such a cool, cool experience at the back because once I finally got that and I was like, okay, you know what? What I started asking was, what would it take for this flight to be more fun, phenomenal and rewarding than I never imagined possible? And I just kept asking that and asking that and it just got lighter and lighter and lighter. And it was probably one of the most fun flights I have ever had because the difference between like the front of the plane and the back of the plane, especially on those international flights, is that <laughs> there's, you know, in the front, you're in your own cubicle all by yourself. 
So you're not really interacting with anybody um, at all, which is, you know, 99% of the time really cool by me. However, in the back of a plane, you got people beside you and in front of you and all the places. And so really what we created together was so much fun. And we sat on the runway for a while before we took off and the stewardess sat right in front. So she had her seat that kind of pulled out from the wall and she sat right in front of me. So then I had a guy beside me, there was me and then the uh, walkway and then there was a guy and a, another guy and the four of us and then with her, so the five of us, for probably 45 minutes, we just visited and chatted and then she treated us like we were at the front of the plane. It was so funny. She brought us all the drinks we wanted. She brought us all the food we wanted. She brought us the packages that you get at the front of the plane. Like it was just so, it was so cool. It was so cool. And I just, I just knew at the time, although it took me a while to get there, that it was my body's way of saying, hey, listen, come on now. Like, no, when you make it that significant, then there's no choice. There's no awareness of what else might be possible no awareness and I could have made that the worst flight of my life look at the clouds covering up the mountain peak now <laughs> squirrel <laughs> uh, but I could have and I mean there honestly there would have been a time I would have that I didn't get my way and this is the most horrible thing blah 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 I mean so grateful for the tools and that I have that question and please if you are taking notes this is such a beautiful question to ask what would it take for this to be more fun, phenomenal, and rewarding than I never imagined possible. <sighs> yeah. So whether it's something that you're really excited about or whether it's something that you're really dreading or anything in between, ask that question. Like if you're just gonna go clean your bathroom, what would it take for this to be more fun, phenomenal, and rewarding than I never imagined possible? Yeah. It will change everything, at least it has for me. And I learned that question before I even attended my first bars class. I learned that question. I used to listen to a radio show. Um, that's what invited me to access consciousness. And, and that I listened to that for six months before a gal came to my area, well, to Western Canada, basically, and facilitated bars. Can you believe back in 2011, uh, there was no bars facilitators in Alberta at all? And <clears throat> one in BC that we were aware of. Now, maybe there was others that just didn't tell anybody. And then there was, um, I'm not sure about Manitoba. So those are the three Western provinces and they're huge. If you've ever been to Canada, it's huge. Uh, and yeah, so that was 2011 and here we are 2021 and we're everywhere. Like you can't really go to a tiny town without running into somebody who's at least taken the bars class. And if you haven't, my sweet friends, get your butt to bars and then get your butt to foundation uh, and depending on when you're watching this or listening to this you can uh, join us at the pool party bars and foundation which is July 7th is bars and then foundation is 8th to 11th 2021 the link will be somewhere here and you can join in person or online because there's still of course some travel restrictions but Alberta has opened up so I can actually have the class in person if you can get here come and swim in my pool how does it get any better? Yeah, okay, so you got some tools now, guys. Please go co-create with your body and give it a voice and ask it, like whatever, you, wherever you wanna look, look around, maybe look in your wardrobe or your fridge or your home and be like, body, body, if you could choose anything, what would you choose? And just get a sense, or maybe walk around in a store or go look at houses if you want a new house or something and start giving her that voice. And then once you get that energy, may not be a specific thing, but once you get the energy, all right, body, what can you contribute? What magic can we create together? What magic can we create together? 
<sighs> what magic can we create together? Yes. And if this energy stuff is fun for you and if you'd like more of the um, energetic exercises that I've been doing, come and play with the energetically creating with your body as if by magic. And again, if you're watching this afterwards or listening afterwards, you can always purchase the download. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so incredibly grateful. I'm going to go finish my run now, which more was just kind of like a video and a run. And then I did this video and then I ran. Well, now I'm going to run back. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of a run, but I'm just so Oh, it's just so beautiful and I could talk about it forever. So talk to you next week, guys.